Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Dental Diaries podcast. I am Jessica Emery and hopping on today to talk about something I get asked about a lot, which is the bodybuilding competition I did this past December. Um, It's kind of a crazy story. I actually have wanted abs like real hardcore abs for as long as I can remember. So I grew up playing soccer. I was actually the captain of my soccer team for, gosh, many years. I played from kindergarten and then through college, actually. And so I was always really fit and in shape, and I always had a flat stomach. Fast forward to having kiddos, um, three kids back to back, and stress and building businesses, a lot of wine. I don't know. I just got my belly back and, you know, just had big time goals for abs. I mean, it was definitely something that was on a vision board of mine and anyone around me knows like abs were the one thing I wanted. So I was thinking about it forever and ever. I hired trainers, you know, and the trainers just basically would start chit chatting and we would never get there. Like they would know that that was my goal going in, but we just never got there. So I was in my practice one day and one of my patients walked through the door in workout gear and looked amazing. And I was like, Steph, what have you been up to? And so she started telling me the story about how she was going to do a bodybuilding competition. And I was like, get out. So she had been working with an IFF, IFBB uh, pro and um, that's just someone that's like crazy ripped that does physique competitions. And so she had been working with her and I said, you've got to give me her number. Like I am going to commit. I just, I need to go hardcore. Like I need someone to, you know, be on my ass essentially. So I, um, asked her, you know, to, you know, to get her information. And she said that she had lived, she lived like a good ways away from here, from Chicago. So I was like, Oh God, that's not going to happen for me. Like, there's no way I can make that work with my schedule. There's just no way, you know, kind of thing. And she said, no, she'll come to you. And I'm thinking at that time, Oh my gosh, she's probably so much money an hour because, you know, this patient of mine flies private jets. So I was just like, okay, (laughs) I'm not gonna be able to afford it. But it actually, the universe was on my side. I reached out to her and she was actually breaking away from a gym that she was working in and she was looking for private clients. And because everything I do with social media and all of that, I had stated that I would, you know, obviously be posting about, you know, with my workouts and like giving her shout outs and such. So my um, fee for her was actually the same as a personal trainer would be, which was amazing. So I committed. I went all in with her and what that also meant was committing obviously to food. Food was a huge, huge part of this. So at the time we had had a chef, um, again, this is so crazy and it it sounds as my kids would say cringy, um, but we had sold a um, dining room table of ours to a young woman that came in in a chef coat to our house one day. And we just started having this conversation and it turned out that she um, cooked for people. And we were like, oh my gosh, we live such a 
busy, crazy lifestyle. Again, like what would that cost look like? And it was actually a lot less than what we were spending a week in just ordering out, like ordering food out. So we were already working, like we, Steph was in our pocket. She was already cooking for our family. So at that time I kind of shifted gears and made her my private chef to make meals for me, um, just to make it easy. Because again, with a crazy lifestyle, having kids, having businesses, especially dentistry, seeing patients, and then having my other businesses on the side, it just didn't allow me, you know, stress makes you, at least me, want to eat food. Um, and drink wine. And I just had to go all in and cut all of that out. So having someone prepare my meals made it really easy. And then, you know, I had to get my workouts in as well. So I started working out with her, um, you know, eating, you know, eating well. It was a four month commitment to getting in shape. And what I didn't know about competing was that you cannot really do much else. Your world revolves around going to the gym and your food. So I had several things on my schedule, lots of travel, which I hadn't anticipated. I didn't know how difficult it would be. So some involved client work, um, which were dental practices I was going to. And those of you out there that are listening that I went to go visit you, it was so difficult finding restaurants that had fish that would make me fish um, completely clean not using oil. You'd be amazed how many restaurants will say, sorry, we can't do that. I mean, talk about customer service. I would have paid. I'm like, I'll pay extra. I'll pay like double the meal. I just need to have my, my meal cooked clean. But it, that was a whole nother experience. But anyway, um, so traveling was tough. I actually had to cancel my London trip. I was so incredibly bummed about that. Um, my husband, Andrew, and I had been to London. He's actually from London, so we like go quite a bit. It's one of my favorite, favorite spots. But we had committed to go back to the Upreneur Summit in October, the year prior, you know, when they give you that like catchy at the end, hey, buy your tickets now and you get a discount kind of thing. Well, we purchased them because I wanted to commit to make sure that I knew it was on the vision board, like ahead, you know, we would be coming back and it was in near sight because as we all know, life moves so quickly. So I was so, so excited. We kept getting closer. And then like, I'm in the middle of this, this thing, right. With, with working out and, um, getting ready for the show. And I had to cancel that trip because there was no way that I could rely on being in London and having the food prep for me. I was already carrying my food with me everywhere I went, which included when I um, did travel to places here in the United States, I would bring my food with me because there's always a, um, a little, you know, fridge typically in hotels and, you know, my shakes and all that stuff. But I didn't want to be thrown off with time and like just not enjoy my time in London because it's such a great place for me. It has such happy memories. I didn't want it to go negative. So, um, we ended up canceling that. And like I said, I just kind of went all in. And then I had a trip scheduled to Disney World for Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. So I go to Disney every other year with um, one of my besties from college. I call her my Berg. It's been our nickname since we were 18, 19 years old, which is so crazy. Um, and it actually comes from a <laughs> probably a fraternity party a drunken fest. Um, but the name stuck and we will forever be each other's Bergs. But she has two daughters. I have 
my daughters and a son, but it's kind of our girl trip. So every other year we meet in Disney World and um, stay at the Grand Floridian and it's amazing and we have so much fun. Well, this year, so that was on the docket as well for this year. Again, didn't know that I was going to go all in for this competition and oh my gosh, I had Chef Samantha prep all of my food. I brought an entire suitcase. We bubble wrapped all of my food um, to bring with me and it was worked out pretty well. I mean, I think some maybe exploded for the most part. Most of it was okay. But this is where like my body just kind of like wigged out. I don't know what happened, but I ended up breaking out in this crazy rash um, on my abdomen. And I just remember my friend Berg being like, Berg, this is not okay. Like this is not healthy. Now, this is a friend of mine that when we were in college, we used to devour Chips Ahoy cookies, Mike and Ike's, caramel popcorn. Like we would eat and eat and eat. And every year I have seen her since, we go back to our college days and just go back to all of those foods that are not good. So this was difficult. Um, She was in complete support of me. Um, even though the kids and she were all eating, you know, rice, crispy Mickey ears with chocolate and ice cream and all of that good stuff. I'm still amazed to this day that I stuck it out and like literally got up to go to the gym in the morning while I was there and continued to eat healthy throughout that. And the reason why I was able to do that, you guys, is because if I had not set such a big goal which was the Holiday Classic um, NPC, which is the National Physique Committee uh, competition in Florida, there is no way that I would have stuck to my goals. So, you know, this is the thing in life when they say set a big goal, it makes it so much easier to get it done. So, um, you know, I was in Florida, that was right before my competition. And like I said, I just kind of said, I don't care. There's no way, you know, I've got this rash. I was like, there's no way I am going to give up now. Like there's no way, like the light is at the end of the tunnel. My body was getting so fit. I was getting excited, although I was super hangry (laughs) for sure. Um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best in that regard, but you know, I definitely, like I said, I've never been that fit, which felt really, really good. Also in the midst of that, I ran my Get Social Workshop. That's right. My gosh. I had my second Get Social Workshop and I remember being here at Soiree and having to let everybody know, like I had to take a minute to to down a shake, like a protein shake, because I was on such a schedule for my eating. Um, but again, everybody was awesome. Total support. I didn't get to eat all the the yumminess we had um, for lunch. But like I said, goals, hashtag goals. So my trainer that was with me for um, all of those months was pretty amazing. And I've got to say that when you set a big goal to have a mentor, trainer, support person is everything because she would show up in my text feed every single morning, every single morning. And I would get a text that said, let's go to war. Let's go. You know, she was completely behind me, which helped motivate my butt to get to the gym and get it done. It was really interesting because although I thought that the workouts would be a lot and like really super time consuming, they weren't. 
um, competing just revolves around you doing sets, which those of you that work out out there probably are super familiar with. But, you know, one day you do legs, one day you do back, and then like you just rotate through it all and then throw in the cardio. The one thing that I didn't start early enough was the fasted cardio. So I guess you never like didn't make it like so, so clear that that would have probably made a big difference with my outcome. But if you do fasted cardio in the morning, which means you, you know, you get up on an empty stomach and you get your cardio in, which is typically the step mill, uh, the Stairmaster, which I hated and thought was such a beast in the beginning. And now I cannot tell you how much I miss it. I actually wanted to buy one for the house. They're like 10 K and 10 feet tall. And there's no way that was happening, but that machine will burn calories like no other. I mean, no matter how hard I work out, you guys, like I don't usually sweat. I know that's weird and crazy, but I don't. The only thing that makes me sweat is that Stairmaster. It is insane, but you can feel the calories burning. The other reason I love it is because you can put on um, like your iPad or on your iPhone, like YouTube and watch really um, awesome podcasts. So during that time, I became a little obsessed with watching bodybuilding contests while I was on the Stairmaster because one, I didn't know what the heck I'd gotten myself into. And two, I just wanted to see how it all kind of went down because you had to get in those, you know, clear stripper heels and get up on stage with, you know, a string up your butt basically. And you know, being my age and all, it just all seemed kind of surreal and crazy. But again, goals, I had my eye on the prize and it didn't matter what I looked like at the end. I was going to show up because I said I was going to do it and I was going to be there. So what's so interesting about all of this in the show is that when I was working out with Victoria, my trainer, I had said to her, listen, we need to set the date. We had kept putting it off. And I said, we need to set the date for this competition. I don't care where it is. In the United States, I don't care if it's in Seattle, like Texas, whatever. And I just need to know, like I was on the prize, I have a date and I have a deadline. So, you know, we've been talking about it, but I wanted to make sure it happened before Christmas, before the new year. So I would just be done. I would be able to eat again and just get back to drinking and enjoying (laughs) all the things. So we, she said, let me talk to my coach and then I'll circle back to you and she had sent me um, a link and said, oh my gosh, you know, you're going to be so excited. It's in Florida. Now, Florida is someplace, it's like so close to my heart. I have been going to Florida for probably 12 years now by myself every typically like six to eight weeks, definitely within a couple months anyway. It has become my sanctuary and my private space. I've been going to the same spot forever. It's where I do my creative thinking and I take a pen to paper and I just get so much stuff done. So Fort Lauderdale has become like my home away from home. I look forward to it. I crave it, um, you know, and I love it. So Florida is very, very close to me. So when Victoria said to me, hey, the show is in Florida, I'm like, yes, this is amazing. It's December. I'll take it like Florida for sure. And then she sends me the link to the show and I open it and it's in Fort Lauderdale, people like Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale is my home away from home. So I took it as this crazy sign from the universe. Like it was completely meant to be. Not only was it meant to be the hotel that it was scheduled in is the only hotel 
on A1A on the strip that I have been into other than the one that I go to all the time. And the only reason why I ended up in this hotel was because the Starbucks in my hotel was closed at one point, and this is the only other hotel that has one. So I literally walked down the strip to this hotel to get my Starbucks um, one trip. But, you know, it was just amazing to me because all of the feels, right? Suddenly it felt comfortable to me. It felt like it was so meant to be. I knew when I traveled there, um, as uncomfortable as it might be in a small teeny weeny swimsuit that I was going to be home and, you know, and that was going to be perfect. So as we got closer, I got back from Florida and I was still kind of gearing up and I didn't realize a few things. Um, one, I had purchased a bikini in the beginning to keep my eyes on the prize. I had bought online. I spent a couple hundred dollars for a blinged out bikini that wouldn't go up my hips, by the way, in the beginning. And I thought that's what you did because I didn't know anything about this professional circuit. So I learned very quickly towards the end that I should get a custom made blinged out bikini. And my trainer connected me with somebody that made them as well as somebody else to do posing. So not only did I need a custom suit, I needed a posing coach. And I had purchased those stripper clear heels we're talking about, which were not comfortable. You have to do this like little pivot turns and everything. So meanwhile, online, um, I found a company that made, it was a shoe fairy actually, that was coming out with this like Olympic heel that was supposed to be super comfy. And I didn't care what it cost. I was like, if I'm going to be on stage, I need to be in comfy shoes. So Here I was buying another pair of like those stripper heels and getting another blinged out bikini. Oh, meanwhile, I had also purchased a bikini with bling. That was a couple hundred dollars to train in because it has um, like rhinestones on the side, but you can actually tie it. So you can, as your body is kind of shrinking towards the end, you can adjust it for size because you don't get your actual suit customized like fitting you until the absolute end because that's when your body completely comes in. It's so crazy, but it's amazing. And um, so I was, you know, all of a sudden I'm just spending all of this crazy money. I had had a trainer and then, you know, a chef for the meal prep, which, you know, you don't have to do, obviously. It just helped me tremendously stay on point and it was way worth it. My health has ne- had never been better, actually, even though I was lacking carbs, which was fast forward the reason for the rash <laughs> I found out later. But um, so I had the posing coach, which was so interesting because I had to go to her place and, you know, strut out and do all of the, the poses. And it's just not the pose on stage. You've got to go to the sidelines and everything for the competition. Things I had to learn in a bikini with a stranger but I was going to be in front of strangers. So it probably really didn't matter. But she was telling me that I needed some more cardio. So then she did this like circuit training cardio. So I ended up being at her house a couple nights where they made us run stairs in this building, downtown Chicago, 40 flights of stairs with weights dying up and down. Then we would land on the 40th floor, have to sprint up and down the hallways, do squat, like squat walks and then go back up and down stairs. I mean, in reflection, I really, really don't know how I did it, but I do know that the power of the brain is one insane thing. And like I said, we can do anything, anything, anything we put our mind and heart to. 
Um, but so I worked out with her. Um, I did my thing. Like I said, we got closer um, to the competition. And, you know, so Florida was in front of us. I had my husband, I had asked my kids, only one of my daughters was interested in coming down to Florida for that competition, um, which was awesome. I didn't want to have the other kids come if they didn't want to, you know, I definitely wanted to keep it like a positive experience. And then I brought, um, some friends and, uh, my story team and it was, it was great. So it was kind of crazy. I was, you know, I had to bring my fish down. I packed an entire suitcase of food, like food that I couldn't have the entire time. I had ordered these big megalicious cookies off of Instagram and I had peanut butter cups and oh my God, I don't know. You could go back on my Instagram and probably find the um, picture of, of how much food I had. It was, it was sick actually. It was pretty crazy. Everything and anything in a big, big suitcase um, that I had, had ever wanted, I packed so that I could devour it after. And, um, so we went down to Florida for the competition and it was pretty incredible. Um, the, (laughs) the spray tan is something real for sure. It's something that you've never experienced. It's like this double fold mega spray tan that you have to get completely naked for. And you're walking around naked in front of all these other people and like, walking kind of in a squat so that you don't have, um, little white spots like, uh, like under your butt, like where the crease is. So you have to kind of walk if you know what I mean. Like, I think they said it was, I don't know, like a dinosaur walk or something like that. I don't know. And then you've got to like squat in front of this band, dry off. But all of that, like I said, was super interesting. Um, you know, you get your bikini on and you can't, um, really move because if your bikini moves or if you get one spot of anything on you, um, it will be all over. You'll have a spot in that tan and it will not look good. So you have to be really, really careful about what you touch when you're walking around. You're in those clear heels all day in your suit and it is um, quite an experience backstage with all these other girls kind of kind of pumping up. What's so fascinating is at the end, they call it peak week. And that is when you kind of start to recarb up, which kind of helps with your, your muscles and, um, like making them bigger. I guess the sugar kind of feeds them. And I was actually eating, uh, my trainer had me eating pie filling backstage and kind of doing, um, just little lifts at that, at that time too. And like, so everyone's backstage eating, Rice Krispie treats and um, rice cakes with jelly and peanut butter and the randomest things like jelly beans and just quick sugar. But, you know, I've got to say there's definitely this adrenaline that goes through and excitement and having hair and makeup done, you definitely feel better. And the tan does make you feel and look a ton better. But Um, I met a lot of amazing women backstage and I don't know, we were just kind of like this, this girl gang. I think, you know, there is nothing cutthroat at all about it because everybody knows they worked their ass off. I mean, like hardcore work and you are sitting there like, oh my God, I did this. Like, this is insane that I got it done. So total support back there. It was, it was amazing. Um, got on stage, did my thing, 
um, you know, felt good about it. I definitely didn't feel like I showed up fully like where I wanted, but again, like didn't do my fasted cardio fully in the beginning, but that's okay. I was proud of myself that I got there and I was in the master's category. Of course, uh, Florida had the biggest master's category. So that's over 45 and they had probably 30 people in that category at that time. It was huge. So the competition, like I said, lasted forever and ever. And there's this huge lull in the middle of the day. Like you go on stage in the morning and then you have a lull in the, in the middle because there are all these different age groups. And then there's physique and there's bikini, you know, like I did bikini and um, all these different groups. And then they've got the guys and then the girls and it takes forever to get through to get to the night show. And the night show is really where it's really um, crowded. A lot of people show up for those. There's loud music and just crazy adrenaline and, and support there, but got it done and was super, super proud of myself. Um, devoured those megalicious cookies after we got pizza, we drank wine and that was it. I did it. So I was so excited. We stayed in Florida, um, for a little bit. I, my team stayed the following day. We ate our faces off together and celebrated, and then everybody went home, and I stayed an extra day just to kind of reflect on what I had done and be proud of it and let it just kind of sink in for a minute. And um, I kind of put everything on hold, actually, in my life to focus on, on that. So after the show, I said, you know what? I don't think there's going to be another one. I think I did it, and I feel good about it, and... I don't, I think I'm done. But then I, you know, as I stepped away from it and I started getting back to all those bad habits, which it's so easy to get back to. I mean, it's wine is so good. Like, and, um, especially when you're tired and times of stress, it's definitely my go-to There's nothing more. I enjoy in the evening is just to sip on a glass of wine. Sometimes maybe it's psychological, definitely unwinds me. But I, you know, definitely loved having such a strong commitment to something. I loved the way my body felt and I loved having such a big goal. I do think that it would be very different for me to do it again because I've done it. So I know what I can do and what I can't do. I was so crazy strict, like no avocado, no banana, no peanut butter, things like that. And I know that there are some things that you were able to have um, you know, of course, in super moderation, but I don't know. The jury's out. I thought about doing a competition in August. My mother has Alzheimer's, and I thought about doing it for kind of like for the cause and wear a purple, you know, as purple's the Alzheimer's color, a purple blinged out bikini for that. And that that would just give me the motivation and purpose because health is your best wealth. And I would work towards that for her and then create some kind of, you know, give back for the cause. And like I said, then I don't know, Corona hit and now we're in it. And I've been just eating. Um, when some people are stressed, they don't eat. I'm the opposite. I have been filling my face with all of the good things that make me feel great. Um, but then not feel great <laughs> because I definitely, if you've seen my posts, I've been putting hashtag Corona 20 because I definitely think I've 
I don't, I don't realistically know. You know how they say freshman 15. I definitely started it with the hashtag Corona 15. And now we're definitely up to the hashtag Corona 20, especially after Easter, because I have uh, devoured the kids' Cadbury eggs and such. So every day I wake up with a, a different, you know, stride, a, a purpose. I get on the treadmill and I am hoping to start the day on the right foot and eat well and keep going. But these days are so disjointed and no matter how well I try to plan my time in my day, something different happens because it's not scheduled. It's not our routine. And I think we all work really well in routine. At least I do. I need like a real hardcore schedule. And if I'm here by myself, it's likely that I might go off it. Um, even though I'm definitely getting stuff done and I'm definitely trying to stick to it. So I'm trying to give myself grace and, you know, like the rest of us are, just try to ride this wave out and stay on top of it versus getting trapped under it. That's easy enough to do. I have certainly had my moments and, um, you know, just taking it day to day right now, but we'll see if I get back at it. I know I'm definitely excited for the gyms to open. I never had a passion for the gym. I had two gym memberships for years and years and years and never used them. I was more of a runner. I'd go down to the lake and run. But now I have a newfound love for the gym. So if anything crazy positive came out of that, it's my love for working out. And I definitely miss it. I'm wondering when and how the gyms are going to reopen. So we'll see. But anyway, that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Um, Thank you for all listening today. And I'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode.